Hello, gorgeous human, beautiful humans. How are you today? Thank you so much for being here. You are in, we are in episode 55. My name is Joan Hinosa, your host in here, Heart to Heart Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. How are you today? How you feel? How's your physical body feel? What is the most alive emotion that arising to you at this present moment? Become aware. And also take this opportunity to check in. What is the most alive thoughts that are running in your head? Become aware. Not trying to change it. Not trying to understand it. Simply become aware. Taking this moment of becoming highly self-aware. Again, I love to express my deep gratitude for you for listening to me and I love to da -da 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 -da, introduce my next guest, Lena Bellingham from Texas and now she lives here in Chiang Mai. I am so grateful and excited to share her to all of you. Her presence, her magic, her beauty inspires me. And everything that she will share to me and to all of us will inspire the whole world and the entirety. First things first, we always start this podcast by recentering back into our heart space. Maybe you are on your treadmill, maybe you're walking, jogging, or maybe you're cooking, or maybe you're sitting on a chair, or you're driving, whatever that you are doing, if it's available for you, you may close your eyes. Of course, if you're on a treadmill or driving, you don't close your eyes. You can keep your eyes open, but I want you to bring your awareness to the space at the central part of your chest, into your heart space, and then let's do one breath together. As you inhale, feel your whole body expand, your chest, your belly expand. And then as you exhale, you sigh it out, release all the stress, all the worries, everything that you're ready to let go, release, let it go. <sighs> and then after that, if it's happened that you close your eyes, you may slowly blink your eyes open. And then check in how you feel again. Check how you feel before bring your awareness into your heart before breathing and after so by just simply recentering yourself into your heart space simply becoming conscious with your breath it changed something inside you it's changed something and i wish for you to take note of that all right Lena Dallingham so happy and so grateful that we are finally doing this it's still so fresh in my mind the very first time I met you. Mm -hmm. I met you at our dear friend Abigail's event at the Salt Organic Shop. And the moment you enter the room, your your shine, your beauty is really like, oh, turn my head like, who's that? He's so gorgeous. And then I really love the way you fix your hair and then you are gracefully did the same thing on my hair and the way you touch my hair, it really touched my heart. It's a hands of a mother and you you really express you, the, your care, your caring energy to me. And it's like, oh my God, I, want, I, get, I wish to get to know you more. 
And here we are. I hope we had a lot of um, good exchange of conversation. And one of the conversation that really strikes me and really inspires me that I know that so many listeners will be inspired to is when you shared to me that you write a child um, children's story. Yes. <laughs> first things first, how are you feeling today? Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm so happy to be here with you, Joanne, and everybody. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been I've been really looking forward to this, and um, I I've written you know on and off throughout my life, and and I've also worked with children in various ways, and this was a little boy I came into his life um, not long after his birth, maybe he was six months old, and I became kind of part of the family hmm. and um, helped raise him. He lives in Austin, Texas. His name is Alex, and he will be very proud to be on this podcast. <laughs> Hello, and, Alex. <laughs> and um, he's a very, very bright, beautiful child and very articulate. But his mother told me that he was having some a little bit of difficulty learning to read. You know, his remembering his letters or learning his letters, and and so I was inspired to write a story for him to help with that. And he and I used to make up stories together a lot. Mm. So this was a common thing that we did. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, so yeah, I wrote a story for him and then realized uh, and, and passed it on to many people and they read it to their children. And one little boy in particular, his mother, Chelsea, is a close friend of mine. And he's about Alex's age, he's about seven years old. and. And she said so to her son, so how did the magic pickle make you feel when you heard it? And he said, oh, wow. I felt like I was marinating in joy. <laughs> so I'm actually writing a story for him next, too. Mm -hmm. And these these stories are um, I mean, the power of story is is so ancient and so important in our lives and this i also feel like this the power of uh the oral tradition not that you are reading it on a screen but that you're hearing it that you're passing it on orally this is very and i feel like this has become will become more and more important in the future also it stimulates a part of your brain like if you read aloud to a child from a book and they're not looking at pictures, they're just listening and they're making these images in their brain. And this story is like that too. It actually stimulates a part of the brain that if all you ever do is look at screens uh, and pictures, that part of the brain atrophies. And it's a, it's a part of the brain that's creative, that can, that can project into the future, that can create images of things, you know, that you want to create. It's very important. Actually, it's more than one part of the brain, but I'm not going to get into the technicalities. So please go on. I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one enjoying this. Yeah. So, so I wanted it to just be oral and then also, um, you know, the child, whoever I write it for, will also have it in written form. Mm. And um, and then I also plan, you know, I like to have little music in the beginning at the mm. end of the story. I have a friend who's happy, incredible musician, Breck Allen, who will be doing that. 
because I realized these stories are needed. Um, all of us go through challenges and struggles. Mm -hmm. And if there's something going on in the, in the life of a child or a trauma that's happened, and you can write a story that addresses that in a, in a way that's nurturing and um, inspiring and caring and loving and imaginative, a lot of healing can take place from yeah. a story. You know? yeah, yeah, and how I can hear it now, the story provides a different perspective to yeah. the kid in the most playful way. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm very excited. I, I haven't heard this um, beautiful um, story. I'm very excited for you to read us this story. Okay. Would you like that now? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. The Magic Pickle for Alex. Alex opened the pantry door to find a snack. Looking through the shelves, he saw veggie straws, yeah. rice crackers, hmm, bars. He felt what a bite of bar would feel like in his mouth. Nuh uh, maybe I'll have a Suddenly, Alex noticed that there was a green glow coming from the pickle jar on the middle shelf. He peered closer. It looked like the green light was slowly moving inside of it. What a heck, he murmured. He thought of running to get his mom, but he remembered that she was napping with baby Ryan. Not gonna wake her up he thought. He took both hands and moved the jar slightly. The glow dimmed. He reached up and turned off the light in the pantry. The glow got brighter and he watched as it moved slowly side to side inside the jar. Whoa, he said softly. This must be magic. He wanted to pick up the jar and take it into the kitchen, but the light might go away if he moved it. So Alex spoke softly to the moving green light. You must want me to see you cause, cause you've got a light and, and you're moving. The green light wiggled slightly up and down. This is magic. Alex murmured. Suddenly, Alex thought to sing to the light. <clears throat> Hello, green light. How are you? Hello, green light. Will you talk to me? The green light got brighter and brighter. And Alex saw that the light was coming from a rather large pickle slice. Hello, Alex. I came to talk to you because you repeat the word pickle so often that I know that you love us and I thought I would pay you a visit. This is definitely magic, exclaimed Alex. Uh, what's your name? asked Alex. Oh, you can just call me Slice. Oh, well, um, Slice, what's it like? to be a pickle. 
Oh, it's great. Once I was just a cucumber, which is a very good thing to be, yet I was chosen to be a pickle in a jar with other pickles. Now I was very happy about this because in the garden many of my friends were vegetables, especially cucumbers. And the idea that I was chosen and was going to change, that I was going to marinate. Oh, do you know that word? Marinate means to soak in a liquid. In a pickle's case, we soak in a brine. That means a salty liquid. In this case, with spices and other things too. And we cukes, uh, that's what we call ourselves, cukes, soak in the brine until we become pickles. It takes some time and a little patience, like a lot of other things in life. Yet we are so happy to be pickles now. Oh, here, I'll sing it for you. <clears throat> oh, it's great to be a pickle with pickles in the jar and marinate in brine and herbs and lots of vinegar. It takes it takes some time to soak away to make us pickles taste the way a boy like you enjoys today. Hey, hey, oh, it's great to be a pickle with pickles in the jar and marinate in brine and herbs and lots of vinegar. <laughs> some good things take time, Alex. Like learning to write and read, time to marinate in the words of the language that we speak. First, you marinate in learning to speak the words. Then you marinate in learning to recognize the letters and the words, the magic words of the language that you speak and have been speaking since you were really small. Marinate, said Alex. I, I think my mom and dad marinate food sometimes. Yes, that's right. The kitchen is an excellent place to marinate things. Another great thing about us pickles, we're often a little bit salty and a little bit sour. And when you taste sour and salty, it kind of perks you up. And we help to digest your food, too. That little bit of pucker puts some zing into your tongue. <laughs> that sounds like a song. Oh, that little bit of pucker puts some zing into your tongue. And you'll want to share that pucker with your daddy and your mum. When you crunch your favorite pickle, a ping will hit your tongue. And a happy tune will fill your brain as you begin to hum. Alex laughed. And then he stopped and asked, but but what does it feel like to get eaten? Does it hurt? The pickle light got very bright, and Alex thought he saw a smile coming through the jar. You know, Alex, it does not hurt at all. It's just the circle of life, and I play my part. Just then, 
Alex heard his mom talking to his little brother, Ryan, and he exclaimed, Slice, I, I, I want my mom to meet you. The light began to fade as the voice said kindly, I just came to meet you, Alex, because you are a great pickle lover and your magic too. Enjoy marinating in all those beautiful letters and words, Alex, and keep loving pickles. Be happy. Life is good. And the light quickly faded in the jar. Mm -hmm. Alex's mom saw him standing in the pantry doorway, and she asked, smiling at him, Are you choosing a snack? Alex looked over at her and at his brother Ryan, who was crawling towards him. Mom, uh, I was thinking of having a pickle, and well, you just won't believe what happened. You just won't believe me. So, Alex told his mother the whole pickle story. And she believed him, every word he said. Mm -hmm. The end. That's beautiful. Thank you so much <laughs> so for writing this beautiful story <clears throat> and for reading and also singing. You, you took me to an adventure, you know, I desired to become a pickle. <laughs> I want to be a pickle and be minded and do my part. Do <laughs> your part. And... <laughs> And feel so proud of all of, of, of all the cucumbers and being picked to become a pickle. <laughs> become salty and sour. I love it. I love it. Mm. Tell me more. What inspires you um, to write the story um, for, 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 Alex? for Alex? Yeah. Um, well, he has a great imagination and, and we... Um, we used to make up stories <clears throat> together a lot. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really wanted him to know that, you know, when you struggle with something, there's always such a, uh, there's always a magical way, you know, there's always a way of looking at something that you think may be difficult or, but if you just change your view a little bit, it can become something totally wonderful, um, an adventure, an adventure. And today, <clears throat> he's an incredible reader. He's reading way above his grade level. And mm. um, in spite of the fact that I don't think he was taught to read all that skillfully, you know. Um, and And then it just really made me see how there are so many children, some that I know and many that I don't know, who could really benefit from a story that's their story that they have mm -hmm. forever. And, and that it could inspire them writing more stories. Because the imagination of a child is a really vast, vast mm -hmm. and creative thing. And um, 
And if we can have children doing things like creating stories, mm-hmm. you know, especially in this oral way, mm-hmm. like being able to tell a story, mm-hmm. you know, then um, it, it, it's, it creates a, it creates a balance to all the screens that they look at and, you know, all the information that's provided and pushed at them. And also it provides them to, to provides them a, a, another way or a different way or more, most creative way to express themselves. Yes. Through story. Yes. Yeah. They can be the character or they can even be several of the characters different yeah. aspects of them you know and sometimes the children based on i have very small uh, ex- exposure with children yet yeah. it, it will it will maximize in 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 um, who knows when soon <laughs> um next year <laughs> maybe the following year um so yeah m- most kids um what i've noticed is they are having difficulty of expressing or sharing how they are really feeling. Yes. And most most of the kids, they express their emotion just through crying. Right. But if they will give them a tool, oh, you can create a story, maybe you become, what if you're, you're a pickle or what if you will uh, a bulb, like how do you express yourself? And yeah, they give, providing them a tools. Yeah. And especially, well, we all know that most parents, don't, don't talk, don't say, don't cry, I'm giving you ice cream, this and that. So, based on my observation we suppress the kids we don't allow them to express themselves we don't allow them we don't even have yet a tool which is we are working on um providing them to how to healthily express themselves or how to how how to tell them or how to guide them to become friend with their emotions, yes. especially of what's happening to the world right now. You know, the divorce are the most common thing, and I, 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 I'm, I'm, we will not go through divorce good or bad. We're not going through there, but that we will more highlight of the effect to the kids and then most of the adult we think like yeah they're just the kids they they will grow with it they will understand eventually they will not understand now but eventually they will understand maybe when they're old and they're taking some um therapy and they're coaching and finally they understand they have inner child story that have been processed because yeah during their childhood days yeah the children itself um we did not we don't have we don't create space for them to process everything and when you share to me the the children's story i get really inspired that oh this is one tool for the children and absolutely yeah yeah yes for them to write and that's ultimately what i want to do i'm going to write a number of these until i feel until i know how the process really like breaking down the process and the breaking down the process with the child and and um i will be do i will start the process by interviewing the parents mm-hmm. parent or parents mm-hmm. um uh grandparents if they're around yeah, you yeah, know yeah. older siblings yeah. you know because they 
because they will have different views of, you know, I'm mm -hmm. especially interested in grandparents, you know, mm -hmm. if they know their grandchildren, because um, being of that age myself, it's like, <laughs> there's an old saying, um, do you know why, why grandchildren and grandparents get along so well? Tell me. <laughs> they have a common enemy. <laughs> <laughs> parents don't want to hear you know it's like it's like so so um yeah so this this is uh i can't even remember where we were well that. but the thing is only if the grandparents is in the same space yes, or the same yes. country they have all, to spend a lot of time exactly, exactly but these days uh we millennials we are yeah. all over the world yeah. and we don't live anymore um that for, we, we left the town of our right. grandparents or our parents itself yes. so only if the grandparents is present in the children's life yes that's true not just once a year not just only no. during christmas no. but most often right. but what if yeah, let's talk about it what if the grandparents is not present only the parents and also these days long before the one parent staying at home being fully present with the children yeah. like i'm fully present with you you got all my attention <laughs> this is before but now these days we are changing um the both parents are busy yeah be so busy i don't have time for it okay i'm working mode right now tell me what you need i will provide i don't have time for this don't cry I'll give you ice cream bam so now they have no time and they will hire assistant which is there's i don't i see nothing wrong with it like hiring assistant to to take care of the kids but if that's the guardian giving the the almost equal love which is never be can be equally but maybe closer to the to the intensity or the level of love and attention that the children require to grow yeah and that's why i'm really inspired by you nina when you share it to me that like, oh this can be really your offering to so many children so the, to give them uh, another guidance yes. through the story so also so they they can be provided a different option not just only lingering on the on the phone or lingering with the, with the computer but uh, you know that providing them a story and teaching them how to write their stories their own story, their own story. when you, you see you can yeah. take a child who's really they're not really reading or writing well yet yeah. but they can they can record a story oh wow you know? so that's that's part of the reason for the oral thing because mm -hmm. and there are a lot of children that that may speak be very bright kids and they may mm. speak well but they their writing isn't very good mm. or, you know it's like but but their imaginations you know yes yes uh, so yeah i think it's a i think it's a and 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 the idea of being in a space with a small group of children yeah where we're sharing this and doing this together with you know me and maybe another person it just is really um such a delicious thought you know yeah i can see a smile on your face i can imagine i can imagine yeah. so this um offering 
uh, you can do it on one on one in person, and mm-hmm. you can also do it online. Mm-hmm. And you can either you wish that the grandparents is present in the life yeah. of children, or well, who, not, yeah, whoever in the who, family, yeah, you know, if present. more. And sometimes you know, it's only really going to be the parents, or maybe mainly one parent. You know, mm-hmm. and I know that. But if there are other people. Um, that could be talked to, it, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the child has a teacher that, that they actually really resonate with, mm-hmm. or maybe not. And maybe in that, and maybe I won't have that kind of information, which means that I just go more deeply into my intuition mm-hmm. and my connection with the child, mm-hmm. you know, and, and find a way. And um, I have a, people tend to confide in me, you mm-hmm. know, this is, I mean, kids and grown-ups mm. some people have told me things that they have never told anybody else. Mm. they just feel i guess safe yeah so i you know i can that's something else you know i can rely on mm. that, that maybe you know in our interaction we can mm. come up with something that really means a lot to them mm. and that shifts some place maybe that's been kind of held or or uh, you know. supported yeah. i hear i hear you on that we we are the same on that on that context that yeah i met so many people especially during my travels um people friends family anyone they share to me things that they never share to the world and that's also what i do for a living <laughs> um, actually yeah that's exactly what what i do and then oh okay i can actually do it for a living and what one thing that i do um yeah and also having someone that understand you someone that you can share anything that you don't share to the world i know the feeling of being held deeply that i can feel it in my heart i can feel it in my lower back like someone can understand me deeply but to, to, to the point that I don't understand me <laughs> and my, my, maybe my family don't understand me but outside of my family someone that I can trust is just someone like you yes. and it's I find it so so useful so not just useful um require to every human being we all require it to have someone that understands us deeply in a level that we want to be understood and that's in that sense we feel a sense of safety a sense of i'm held i'm seen i'm not alone in my in my thoughts in my universe or sometimes in my dark tunnel if that one person is going through on some something because whenever we're going through something i'm in dark tunnel no one understands me and then someone like you holding a lump I understand. I got you. I'm here with you. It's okay. Whatever you're going through, I got it. You can share it to me. And it's like, oh, because I also realize we human, we are we are the most social species. We we thrive togetherness. We thrive by connecting with humans. And these days, I'm so grateful and happy that. You can fly anywhere and meet anyone. You can also be in social in social media or be in the internet connecting with the person on melting the time and space. Yes. And that's why I'm so fascinated with um with internet actually more and more. And it's like, oh my god, I can be in one space like while connecting with, with so many people. 
Okay, can you take us um, a little bit or could you share the benefits of um of the again the your offerings and children's story um to the kids to inspire the parents and the children and their children to connect with you direct connect with you and work with you inspire the benefits yeah of I mean, the children's story yeah the benefits are um they're on an intellectual level of course mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's 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 story. Story is really the most ancient form of communication in a way. Mm. And even if it's just a very brief story at the moment, um, and so um, so there's that aspect. And then there's the aspect of um, personal personal story, which I feel like has it is. I mean, it comes out, like you said, on the internet and people, you know, but 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 a really intimate, um, tender part of us needs to be, that part of the story needs to be able to be told, to be shared. Mm. Um, and with children, it makes me think of when I was watching my son get some chiropractic work mm. when he was young, so fast. The the chiropractor, who was very, very skilled, mm. just barely had to touch my son and you see his body unwinding. Mm. Mm. And with children, too, they're very, they're young, they're f more flexible, they're more open in general. And even even sometimes if there's deep wounding, you can can reach a child in a place where there's a relaxation and opening to a place that's been really um, difficult or or traumatized mm -hmm. um, and then if and, and then if that can if that can be touched and um, and 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 felt and massaged by a story mm -hmm. there can be tremendous healing in a very simple way yeah Love it. It's simple. Yeah, because the trauma is actually from an event that shock our nervous system, yes. and then either it's stuck. We fight, which is the children never fight. It just suppress, <gasps> suppress, and then that that event, that story, to traumatize our body to the point that gets stuck in our body, and then in our memory that we don't want to touch it. And then the child, the, the, the children's story softly flow in that, in that part of the, the story in the most, in the most graceful, creative way, playful way. Yes. So instead of the, the, the story in the event shock and stuck, it will be liquefied yes. with using the children's story. And then they become and they, because, yeah they are the main character or many character of the story and then they voice it out orally so they being expressed so instead of being stuck in their body being expressed and become light and become just exhale like yeah. gone yes yes i of course i made it sounds very easy it doesn't happen in one session <laughs> doesn't happen in one we don't know that right. depends on the 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 capacity of the children right. it also depends on the 
the how heavy is the event exactly it's also dep- there's so many factors yes, that we, many we should um yeah so but that is the whole flow of the, the benefits of the children's story i am so inspired by you lena oh thank you joanne feeling is mutual i am so inspired by you and your your presence your energy and now because you know you're transforming into a new another new chapter of your life and then you are your voice your knowledge your words your intention in every words that you say it's very healing Mm. every time you send me a voice message <laughs> like, i'm gonna listen to it later because i desire when i listen to it i'm really sitting down and soaking all your words and i'm listening to your voice it's like so healing and that's why i'm so excited for this episode episode 55 for everyone to listen to your voice your soothing <laughs> voice and i'm also very excited for all the children's parents that will choose and decide to work with you and i'm so excited for you to come out to the world and really spread your offerings and co-create and heal the children not only the children the parents and the the whole entirety is i really believe that one person one soul at a time is like and then ripple effects and imagine the effects of this in in movie as we move forward we're all moving forward and we're moving forward lovingly intentionally and gracefully and creative i'm so grateful and happy and i'm so grateful that you are in my life here in chiang mai so grateful you are in my life i'm so grateful i'm being i feel so held by you Mm -hmm. and i am so grateful for this shared experience we have and having you in my podcast thank you so much for your for your generosity of your time and your energy Uh you are so very welcome 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 (laughs) so Beautiful humans, I will be writing down um, his uh, her email address um, so you can direct message um, her. I will be writing down all her information at the description down below of this episode. So I always, not always, actually I only started just recently. I love to end each episode by asking my beloved guests one question. Here, my question is, from the deepest part of your heart, what is your heart message for everyone? To really just be who you are and to deeply appreciate the very things that you bring into this world, into your life, into the lives of others, even if it's just a moment um, that no one else can bring, that you really have such a unique Um, point of view, uh, expression. And when you bring that into the world, into your family, into your associates, into your work, you give a gift 
to us that is beyond your imagining. So please, please be yourself, appreciate yourself, and share yourself. All those little spontaneous moments when you want to say something or give something or or um, just do it, do it, express yourself. We, we need you. Thank you so much, Nina. Every words that you share, every words that we share, let's bring it into our heart space. If it's available for you, you may place one hand or both of your hands at the central part of your chest or simply bring your awareness down to the center part of your chest into your heart space. Take note in your mind, all the tidbits, all the wisdom, all whatever thoughts, ideas that inspires you. Bring it into your heart and treat it as, as if it is a beautiful seeds in your heart that eventually it will grow and then permeate your whole being. So you're not only doing it, you're being it, you embody it. and make this seed as your tool so whenever you require as you move forward in your life it can be your one of your greatest tool i express my deep gratitude for you lena dellingham thank you so much for being my guest in episode 5555 <laughs> you are so welcome and i also love to scream to the world to everyone that it's lena's birthday month <laughs> happy birthday to you <laughs> happy birthday to you <laughs> all right thank you so much with beautiful humans wherever you are whatever that you do I wish you feel alive, you feel love in every way, in every single moment, in all the way, because you deserve that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs>